0: Welcome. So I am so excited for today's show. Again, this is the Mendocino College Radio Hour. I'm your host, Julie McGovern. I'm the director of the foundation at the college. And today my guests are Pamela Heston, director of employer partnerships for Mendocino College, Julia Sidorakis, cooperative work experience education coordinator, and Joel Shora, career hub specialist. So welcome to all three of you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us.
0: So today, I wanted to talk, I feel like this is an apropos timing, considering last month was commencement. So we're putting all of these newly minted Mendocino College graduates out into the world, and, of course, they're going to be looking for work. Um, so I feel like that's a really important part of what community college does uh, in the communities where they are is um, a pipeline for our local workforce. So before we get into all of that, let's just hear a little bit of background. Um, Pamela, we'll start with you.
2: Great. Thank you. Um, I have been in Mendocino County since 2017 and began working at the college in 2018 teaching in criminal justice and then started coordinating that program, which was um, moving it out into the community. It's very similar to what I'm doing now, just on a broader scale. Okay, cool. And you've been
0: doing the Director of Employee Partnerships for how long? One year. One year. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Julia, how about you? What's a little bit about you?
3: Um, I've been in Uki for a little over 31 years. I've been an employer and an instructor here at Mendocino College in different certificate programs. Uh, Work experience is just a neat extension from that and allows me just to incorporate all the things I've learned and work with students and employers, creating that pathway.
0: Cool, okay, and Joel, what about you? What's your background?
3: Uh,
1: Goodness, well, I started as a student at Mendocino College, my first interaction with Mendocino College, I I was in the symphonic band when I was in seventh grade, and then I became a a full-time student at Mendocino College uh, when I graduated Ukiah High School, um, transferred on, uh, came back to Ukiah at some point, and I began adjunct teaching in the theater arts program, Uh, did that for about three years, left again, and now after 8 years i'm back in ukaya and now i oversee the career hub as the career hub specialist so helping students find their careers <laughs> and getting them ready
0: yeah well th- this is um, i think very important like component so like i like to try to on this show peel back layers you know there's so much when you get involved with the college um i've been with the college for about a year and a half and it's like the more i learn the more i learned i didn't know absolutely <laughs> you know so um it's great to have all three of you here um so tell me pamela we'll start with you you kind of work with this north far north regional consortium Um, And there are, you know, kind of statewide initiatives that come down from the chancellor's office to sort of take a step back and focus on workforce. And as you said in our discussions previous, putting the community back in the focus of community college. So tell me a little bit about what the North Far North Regional Consortium is and what you do.
2: Sure. So if you take the 116 community colleges and you regionalize them, um, that's where the North Far North is. So we are from the Sacramento Valley all the way up to the Oregon border. Um, Mendocino sits at the at the base and then over to South Lake Tahoe. So how many schools would that be? There's 15. 15, okay. Yeah, 15 colleges. And um, the chancellor's office is really pushing for strong workforce programming. So bringing students back into the workforce instead of all the way up to a four-year. Mm-hmm. Four-year college isn't for everybody. Right. Um, and so there's a really strong focus to engage employers, to bring them to the colleges, um, build up our advisory committees, um, giving the employers a seat at the table, as well as finding opportunities for our students. And sometimes that uh, manifests itself in really unique ways. Okay.
0: So do you work with all 15 of those other schools, or is it just, that's just the region that we happen to be in?
2: Yes, that's just the region. Um, There is my position at 11 of the colleges. The Los Rios College District has eight colleges in it, so there's only three um, there. And we serve as generalists in the far north, so Mm -hmm. that would be, um, Medicina would be the start of the far north. And we serve more as a community liaison and bringing employers, whereas in the Sacramento Valley region, they're specialists, so they're sector specific.
0: Okay. So how do you identify you know, the employers that you talk to, like, do they come to you? Do you go to them? Do people stop you at Safeway and say, we need to have a conversation? I mean, I'm sure maybe all of the above.
1: Actually, yes, that does
2: happen. (laughs) It does. They stop. Everything happens in the grocery (laughs) store. (laughs) It's, It's all, it's all sorts of ways. I've, I've just, You know, gone and knocked on some doors and walked into businesses. Um, I walked into Fort Bragg Police Department last week and asked to speak to the chief and that just happened to work. So sometimes that works. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they find me on LinkedIn. Um, And then word of mouth. Yeah,
1: we, uh, Julia and I, this is Joel speaking, uh, (laughs) we'll get an email from a random employer, have a conversation and say, hey, Pamela, we should connect with this person. Uh, And then we we make that connection. It's really the three of us working circular duties uh, coming together to make connections with our community employers. Yes.
0: Okay, um and what are the benefits for employers of partnering with mendocino college like what what do you what 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 do you think like you have to probably think from their perspective
2: what are they wanting to get out of working with the school obviously so go ahead. sure, absolutely um, and it is sometimes an ask, but because of my wonderful colleagues here, um, the benefits are tremendous, so Joel will talk a little bit about our CRM, our handshake, um, which is a benefit to employers. Um, Julia, if they have employees that are currently enrolled in the college, you know, then those students are getting double credit Mm -hmm. or can also receive credit for the work they're doing. So there's a lot of benefits to it. If it's not free advertising, it's a voice at the table on an advisory committee for say business or automotive. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I find is that these businesses are really anxious. It's like they've been hungry to build a greater relationship with the college.
0: And so tell me a little bit about those advisory committees. What, what is the work that happens in those committees and, and how do employer, employers benefit from that?
2: Advisory committees are mandated through the chancellor's office, any college that receives Perkins funding. And it's a way to make sure that our career and technical education programs are staying in line with what industry needs are they're staying current. So the benefit for employers is they can look at our curriculum at an advisory committee and say, wait, this isn't the industry standard anymore. And then we can make sure that our curriculum is matching exactly what that student will need when they go into industry. Okay. Um, So some examples that we
0: talked about um, of some like kind of unique employer interactions that you've had um, tell me about like the skunk train example that you were talking about with like welding and a kitchen car
2: sure, um, so the skunk train that just happened to be a meeting that I had with the general manager and um, Robert Panoli mm-hmm. and just learning about that business because it is such a revenue generator for the coast, and really looking at why don't we have an an industry um, specialty for hospitality and tourism so that was something that was built out there um and then just in keeping in contact with them you know they would really like to have a welding program out there it's not feasible for the college to invest in that currently mm-hmm. but we are looking at other alternatives to bring welding out to the coast as well as they are looking into maybe having a kitchen car okay and so bring our culinary to the table to say hey what would that look like mm-hmm. so there's just it's just kind of evolved into an ongoing uh, partnership, which mm-hmm. is what we hope it would do. Yeah, and another, I think when we were
0: in the Friends group, the Coast Friends um, group, uh, the affiliate group of the foundation, and you were at the meeting and you would talk briefly about um, connecting with the hospitality and tourism mm-hmm. businesses. And I thought that was a really good example of really asking employers in a certain region where that is, like you said, a revenue generator what do you need? Like, what What are you lacking? And they really needed um, staff who could take a really short kind of certificate program to really beef up their customer service mm-hmm. skills specific to tourism and hospitality. <clears throat> Is that something that you just do kind of as a one-off, or has it become part of the curriculum offered at the Coast Center?
2: Well, what we learned with the hospitality was um, I had actually put in an ad with the Medicino Wine Growers Association for Viticulture. This is before we were lucky enough to get Mr. Chen. And I got a response from the general manager of the Beachcomber Motels on the Coast, John Glidewell. And he said, Hey, I am not, I've, <laughs> I can't do viticulture, but what about hospitality? So we had a meeting. He is now employed and, um, well, he's been employed, but he's now with the college on the coast. And, uh, he and our Nicholas Petty mm-hmm. have Worked on putting that through, and they put it through a curriculum committee this spring. Cool. Yeah, it's really exciting.
0: So, if somebody's listening and they are an employer in our district, and they were like, "I need to connect," what's the best way to connect with you about these kinds of
2: this outreach? Uh, email is great. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, do you want me to tell my? Email? Do you mind sharing <laughs> no, your email? No, <laughs> no. So, my email address is p. Heston, at Shasta College edu and the reason for that is shasta college holds the grant for my position okay got it
0: um so if you're just joining us my name is julie mcgovern you're listening to the mendocino college radio hour today we're talking about how the college is working with local employers to fill the needs of our local workforce and so we're talking with pamela heston who's the director of employer partnerships as well as julia sidorakis the cooperative work experience education coordinator and joel shore the career hub specialist um, Julia, you're you're working kind of more directly with the student side of things. So, tell me a little bit about what the work experience education is all about.
3: Uh, work experience education is actually um, a partnership between our students and our employers. Um, you can. Um, Come from a general perspective or an occupational perspective when you take the course. Uh, general means that um, all students within any discipline-based c- uh, certificates that you know could be available to them, or you know they're just getting extra education. They can actually sign up for a general work experience education uh, with the job. And I set up that partnership between the employer and the student. And they earn monies and units, and it's transferable units at that to CSUs. Um, a lot of times our students, especially in two-year situations, they do not know exactly what they want to deal. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. um, and the whole reason we go to school is to find the right job for us. So mm-hmm. um, I like to say that our program offers exploration, but it also offers um, a A pathway of study for students that are already in certificates and discipline based um, degrees. Um, It's a neat exploration. We set this up with the students and the employers and um, it sets up um, achievable goals um, which means that not only is the student accountable, but it also has opened up the eyes and ears to employers like, wait, these students are really trying to excel Mm -hmm. with working with me, and I can support them with, you know, whether it's a paid or unpaid internship, I can support them with monies, but then at the same time, you know the, they know these students are going to earn credits, mm-hmm. um, and the beauty of this as well for an employer is that a lot of times we forget because I've been an employer, we forget about some of the things that our employees are expecting from us. So by setting up these um, achievable goals together with the student and employer. It seems like they move on and they, they both become more knowledgeable mm-hmm. and they develop like this stronger partnership because they're both accountable that's great yeah so i enjoy that and when i say general that's um all students we help to get them jobs all of times through pamela thank goodness for her she's our partnership director <laughs> but then joel also we support one another. where they can go to joel and say you know what i don't want to do this job anymore. I want to explore a little bit. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. right? So then he can help them. And it, whether it's a resume, a cover letter, a follow-up letter, you know, and in exploring those careers. And I also want to mention Brenda Estrada because she's specific to mm-hmm. our career counseling. Mm-hmm. So we have even more resources. I like to call this an overall partnership. Mm-hmm. Okay, so getting back to that general, I want to also offer the occupational form of this. Our students that are in certificate certificates, um, like Pamela mentioned about culinary and things like that. Um, you know, the CTE program is a career technical education. Mm-hmm. So students that sign up for occupational work experience, they are actually earning units within those certificates as well. Mm-hmm. And then our discipline aligned too. like in our nursing programs, in our science programs, I mean, um, workshops of uh, was it our um, auto departments and things like that, they actually have to work experience Mm -hmm. work experience is also known as an internship Mm -hmm. internship is working within um, the industry and where you're traveling with your educational studies so they do have to actually take this course but what they find is they're working and learning and the employers don't even realize that there's this great partnership sometimes until we go hey the light goes on and it's like, well, we're developing a stronger workforce because we're working together. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be hireable. And even if they don't decide to stay or the employer doesn't have an offer, there's a benefit for everybody mm-hmm. because the experience is there. And that's what this is all about. I mean, we are working so much more towards these partnerships and getting students hired, getting employers, you know, um, a work Force for them. Mm-hmm. We have not returned. It's going to be a while, right. you know. So um, I don't know. I just like to call it a win-win. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> you know. Well, so. I'm, I'm wondering, you know, from being on the kind of outside of this, when students come to, you know, want to be part of this program, mm-hmm. it, w- would you say it's like mostly they mm-hmm. don't know what they want to do, or some of them are working in the field and they just want to level up their skills so that they can advance in that career, or is it kind of a mix of
3: you know? The highest percentage of students is that they're wanting to complete their degrees. We're really on this pathway. It's a guided pathway, and students are very aware of this now. It starts way in through high school and middle school and whatever, so we're guiding them through there. By the time they get to me, most of the students are aware of it, just not sure exactly how it will work. And sometimes they don't realize the benefits, Mm -hmm. right? So how they get there's a lot of times from just our programs no, and they put it into the curriculum that that is part of their graduation requirements for the certificates and degrees. General students, you know, it's just about us doing things like this. Mm -hmm. And you know, work experience has been around for like 30 years, just so you know. But we are now making this, you know, the work-based learning, strong workforce development, all those things. And employers have been reaching out. They want local Mm -hmm. talent. They want our students because they want them to stay here and work. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: well, and sometimes you hear, you know, I know with, like, the adopt a fifth grader program, right, like, those are the younger cohorts. We're Mm -hmm. talking about 10, 11-year-olds. And some parents already are a little bit wary of, like, well, if you talk too much about college, I want my kid to leave, right? They're going to go go away to a four-year they're going to go away to a city to find a job Mm -hmm. but a lot of what you're talking about is developing Mm -hmm. job opportunities and career exploration right here at home yes and i think that's important to our you know community members to know that we're investing that the college is investing in in these kinds of partnerships with employers right here in mendocino and lake counties Mm -hmm. and and sharing those opportunities with students um because it's not an option you know some students um, w- they may have the ambition but the reality of their life might be their their family is here, they might be taking care of an of an elderly family member who's here. So leaving, you know is an option or they might just not want to you know Mm -hmm. so I feel like growing these kind of more homegrown solutions which homegrown makes it sound like it's not that organized and you guys are super organized (laughs) it's
2: it's it's an organic way to keep students it's an organic way to keep students local
0: yeah excuse me so let's talk a little bit about the career hub Joel okay let's
1: do it
0: (laughs) so the I, if, if i'm correct the career hub was kind of a new thing in 2018 it started to really get off the ground and then COVID happened mm-hmm. and obviously COVID affected you know school work life in every way everything um <laughs> so how are you building back
1: absolutely so yeah uh there has been some form of a, of a career center at mendocino college for a while but the career hub as we know it today really got it start in 2018 with a bunch of uh, dedicated people. I think, Julia, you were, you were a part of that team, uh, to really get it going. And uh, we had a previous <coughs> person who got it started. Um, but unfortunately, as soon as they got started, COVID hit. So, womp womp. Uh, I came in at the fall of 2022, and I've been working to build this, this service back up for students, kind of from the ground level. Um, I didn't have paperwork I didn't have, you know, previous stuff to really grow off of. So I'd say the first few months were about just learning about the the program, uh, what it is, what it needs, our students' needs, our industry, this this industry as a whole. and figuring out what could be best served for students. So, you know, one of the first things I did was work on just Mendocino College templates for resume crafting and cover letter crafting and thank you letter crafting, <laughs> uh, crafting, crafting, crafting. <laughs> do
0: a lot of students need need yeah, yeah, like yeah. coaching with that yeah. stuff?
1: They do. Um, you know, I'd say <laughs> 85% of the students who come in, they they have some form of a resume, you know, it's for whatever reason five pages long, triple spaced, and has all these <laughs> spelling errors. And so, sitting down with them to build a you know one page just kick butt resume that mm-hmm. they can take into a, an employer. Because uh, so, it
0: really is important. Yeah, I mean that's kind of your foot in the door. It's you know. your
1: it's your business card. Yeah, it's it's the first thing that the employer sees. And you know, industry says that employers will look at your resume for seven seconds. Six to seven seconds, and they'll know if you're worth keeping or not, right? So it's it's getting their attention for that six to seven seconds, uh, saying, all right, hey, this person is going in the good pile, mm-hmm. um, and then let's maybe we'll come back to it. So yeah, you, we have seven seconds to sell this person uh, in a resume. So it is very important.
0: So they come in, and that's probably some of the first steps that you would work with them on, is just polishing that, making it a succinct document. Yes. Because that is their entree into, you know, potential, um, career opportunities. Like but thing. what if, what if they come in and they're just like, I have no idea what I want to do, Joel? <laughs> like, what do you, how do you help them?
1: Absolutely. So there's a few different ways that we can go about that. Um, Julia mentioned earlier, we have a, a fourth colleague, Brenda Estrada. She's our, our career counselor.
0: I've heard wonderful things about Brenda. Oh, she's wonderful. I've got to have her on the show. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's working remotely. Uh, she's through Mendocino College, but she currently lives in SoCal. But... Um, so she has background in career counseling, and so uh, one thing I can do is work through assessments with the student, find out where their stre- strengths are, where their interests lie, and then I can hand that student off to Brenda, who can give them sort of a pathway of what Mendocino college can best offer best
0: based in on, terms of like classes to take
1: yeah, based on classes or certificate programs or a degree path uh, for that student um, you know, based on what their assessment says. So Mm -hmm. that's one way we can go about it. Um, Another way is, I mean, that's the primary way is going Mm -hmm. through assessment, handing off to Brenda, or just having a conversation. So many times just having a conversation with the student. Mm -hmm. uh, It's sort of, they know what they want to do, but they, they haven't necessarily taken that step to do it. Right. And they just need someone to talk through it with.
0: Or maybe they know they have sort of a dream or a goal, Uh but they don't know how to get from point A to point B, whether that's curriculum wise or internship or so you guys are kind of the ones that are there to fill that gap.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, So that's the primary way in which we can help that student. Uh, The first step always for me is, like I mentioned, getting that resume built so when that opportunity does come along, they have something built and ready to go Mm -hmm. and to hand off.
0: And there's something exciting that's been – I don't know if it's been fully rolled out or implemented yet, but the handshake – Let's talk about the Handshake. It's not a secret Handshake. It's not a secret
1: (laughs) Handshake. No, no. (laughs) That was a big part part of Handshake and our our wanting to roll something out so that it took away this idea of, like, back alley deals or whatever. You know, it was like... That you
0: have to have an in. That you have to know somebody.
1: know someone or or have an in. Absolutely. So, opportunity. So, what Handshake is... Let's go back for a moment. Handshake is a program that's gaining steam uh, countrywide. It is... Uh, the best way I can sell it to people who don't know Handshake is it is a comprehensive job board system, meets social media, meets sort of an assessment program, right? It, it's kind of the all encompassing, almost all encompassing career related program built for college students. Okay. Right? So employers know that they can go on Handshake and their market is college students. So they can market their needs to college students and they can reach out to college students. Um, as opposed to something like Indeed or other general boards where you could get anyone, mm-hmm. this is the opportunity for employers to target students, and for students to target the employers who are connected through it. So it's it's that two way program. So the
0: platform was developed with colleges in mind.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Yes. And so Mendocino College decided to implement Handshake in 2022.
1: So we decided to go. Yeah, we decided to commit to Handshake in in fall. Uh, this spring, it's been an implementation process. We're looking at a soft rollout uh, this summer um, with our with our summer uh, students. Okay. Uh, so sort of a soft rollout, and then with the target and hope and not hope with the target of uh, a hard uh, unveiling fall of twenty three
0: okay so because Mendocino College has invested in basically purchasing yep. this software platform for yep. is that an accurate way is yep. it an app
1: it's it it actually it is an app. Yes, okay. so students will have the opportunity availability to opportunity to uh, have an app on their phone if they want to, so they can have easy access that way. It's and they also, get
0: notifications, say if they put in search terms for jobs that they might be looking for, then they'll get a little alert.
1: Yes, okay. so they can get an alert, or hey, they get a, a message from an employer who wants to connect with them because the employer said, "Hey, I'm looking for students who are majoring in." culinary arts so then their employers are able to send out a job uh ask for all culinary arts students they can target our students that way okay and students can follow up with that or they don't have to Mm -hmm. but it's it's you know breaking down the barriers it's breaking down the number of doors that one has to go through to connect the employer to the student
0: Mm -hmm. well and we know Modern students, their phone is the gateway to everything, right? I know that with like in the foundation world with scholarships, Mm -hmm. we saw a huge uptick in students opening the applications when we sent a text message versus email. It's like no, not so much. (laughs) You know, sending them anything, but if if it's on their phone, if they're if they're getting an alert on their phone, they're much more like active. You know, mm-hmm. what about from the employers, you know, how, is there an awareness, a growing awareness in our district uh, from the employer point of view? Because obviously it only benefits students if the employers are on that platform as well. It is
1: a, a two-way street, right? So both, and that's going to be our, <laughs> our fun challenge, or no, I don't want to say challenge, our, our, our opportunity, yes. yeah, a creative opportunity is finding, um, ways to, uh, build, Buy in from both the employer side and the student side. It's a it's a two way battle. So with partnership through Julia and Pamela specifically, um, letting our employers know about the viability of this program, why why it's beneficial to them um, and what they gain from from joining it. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So you in the career hub kind of have the pulse on the student side of things and getting them in in the pipeline with handshake or other things whereas it sounds like pamela you're more on the employer partnership side kind of bringing them into the fold yes and obviously you all work together
2: and that was one of the the benefits of employers engaging with with the college is that we can advertise all of their positions for free, even if it's a volunteer position or um, a cooperative work experience position, you know, there's there's a lot of different things. So getting the employers engaged in the app, um, they have all been excited about it because it's free advertising for them. Yeah. So um, now it's just kind of touching back with them and saying, hey, we're up and running and let's get this going. So have there been... Has there been implementation then? It sounds like
0: there already are employers who are...
1: Beginning stages of implementation. Because you said
0: you're rolling out this summer with a real f- launch in the fall. So. That,
1: that's the plan. Uh, our plan was to get this up a little bit uh, sooner, but they you know, as things go with institutions uh, and just a busy schedule. So we are looking at a more logical, soft rollout for this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the cool thing about Handshake is for employers, they have access to our students. But they can set up a Handshake uh, account at any time. It's very easy, and then they have access to any and every other college student who has registered through Handshake. So they're not just limited to Mendocino College. Um, so okay. there's a greater benefit to these uh, to this program as well. Yes, we want to keep students. We want to keep it local, right? We want our students hired first. But there is a benefit to our employers who maybe are having a difficulty finding uh, certain students or certain jobs um to be able to go through this handshake program and target the full range of, of college students as well.
0: Okay. If you're just joining us, I'm just going to reintroduce my guests. My name is Julie McGovern. I am the host of the Mendocino College Radio Hour, and today we are talking about kind of workforce development and employee partnerships uh, with Pamela Heston, who's the Director of Employer Partnerships for Mendocino College, Julia Siderakis, the Cooperative Work Experience Education Coordinator, and Joel Shora, Career Hub Specialist. So I just wanted to touch on what you were just talking about, current students. Is there an alumni component? Like what if you already graduated and you're no longer matriculated as a Mendocino College student? Is there an opportunity to still utilize Handshake?
1: Yes, as long as you hold on to your college email. Okay. That is the single sign-on access to Handshake is through your college email. So as long as you have that and as long as I don't know how long our college keeps hold of Alumni emails, but that's a
3: good question. We should investigate that. (laughs) We
1: should investigate that. That's a wonderful question. Um,
3: That also happens. um, That area, okay. That area, from what I understand, is um, the current student enrollment. If you've been unenrolled for at least a year, Mm -hmm. that things do start to change and maybe go into a dormancy. So that would be something that we want to address. Because I know um, it used to be after three years, but I think that might have changed. If you haven't been enrolled, so we'll we'll check into that just yeah. to kind of confirm. How that and wasn't
0: came. there? I wrote down in my notes from our, our conversation last week there was something about wingspan.
3: Wonderful, yeah, absolutely. So,
1: <laughs> wingspan. Funny, I should mention that. <laughs> Great, let's go there. Uh, wingspan. So that is a secondary program that Mendocino College is investing in. Um, we are. So, what Wingspan does is, it is a comprehensive assessment program for students. So you can go online, you can do an assessment to kind of figure out what you want to do in life, but and they are free. But with the price tag of free, you get often the the, the 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 product of free right mm-hmm. so we are investing in a upcoming program called wingspans which is uh, taking root in a lot of community colleges at the moment and it is really story driven and it allows students to really find what they're looking for what they want to do in a in a unique story driven sort of format um, and this company wingspans will come out they'll do a bunch of um, profiles on a bunch of our, uh, a few of our <laughs> alumni uh, so that way they can see real stories of real people from our campus community, Mendocino College, and see their success by going through this degree path or whatever. Mm-hmm. If, does that make sense? Yeah. It's an oh. assessment program. Basically. Okay.
0: To help people figure out what they want to do. Exactly. Okay. Well, and just, I'm amazed on like the Mendocino College LinkedIn, how many people self-identify as alumni. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's a real opportunity there with workforce connections, right? Because I know if you see, you know, if you were a graduate, you, if, or even if you didn't graduate from Mendocino College, but if you attended mm-hmm. Mendo and then, you know, whatever other ways you went in life, that holds a little place in your heart. And so if you see a student that's a Mendocino College student, not that you wouldn't want to give them a chance anyway but that might be the thing like we're talking about resumes like 7 seconds if they see Mendocino College on there and they attended Mendocino College they might going to say hey I'm going to call I'm going to call this one Absolutely. and see you know so I feel like I feel like there's a lot of potential to work with our alumni and there's a lot of them now 50 years right of of alumni mm-hmm. and they're all over the place uh, that's another interesting thing that you can see if you're on that like the admin dashboard of linkedin like geographically how far spread out we have them in australia wow there's a guy that i connected with who, who um, attended medicine college in the 70s who's a business person in australia but you know you just never know where life will take you and
3: it's it's kind of cool to be able to connect go ahead in addition to that, you hit the 50th year for us um, in our Student Activity Center. Um, we had all of the alumni that are like teaching on campus right mm-hmm. now, have come back to the area, 50 years of them, and there's pictures of them and their personalized stories. And I thought that was really exciting to have that to celebrate this year so our mm-hmm. students can see that. You know, you know, we're talking about virtual approaches, but even Mendocino College likes to have those hands-on things. Mm-hmm. and this. Was the hands-on of look? This is what you can do. This is where you can start. This is the education that your educators stayed and got their two years, transferred, came back and became a part of the community again. Mm-hmm. And that's another big part of what we do too. By the way, is the three of us, you know, with Pamela making these partnerships and Joel supporting them, and then I'm you know helping with these partnerships. Um, it's like look, you can do this, and you can leave, and you can come back, and then you can be an instructor. You can be the employer. You can remember and share this. And I think that's what makes each of us, we're all graduates, left, came back, had different careers, and then somehow brought those careers back to assist our students. And Mm -hmm. that's like the beauty of, you know, everything we
0: do, really. Well, and having the work experience, like for instance, I know you with the Ukiah Garden Cafe, you... Ran that restaurant, right? So when then you're talking to culinary students, you had street cred, right? Like <laughs> yeah. they they know that
3: you know what you're talking about. You're not yeah. just
0: teaching like pedagogically. You're you actually walk the
3: walk. I, I know that's the funny part is when I took this job, I'm like, wow, I think I can do this job because I've been the employer, I've been the <laughs> parent of a student in this, you know, and then I've um do business, customer service and then culinary and I'm like, Hey, I think I can do this job. Mm-hmm. And you know what I have to see, there's a lot to learn about our program and it can seem kind of confusing, right? So to market us as a team, it's just like, but see, we do this full circle. Mm-hmm. But work experience has been a little bit, was was earning while learning. And it was like, but people are like, well, why would I do it? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, because it goes with certificates and degrees. And it gives you that internship approach to sell to your employers and prospective employers that, hey, Here's my resume. I did a working internship while I was going to school. Mm -hmm. Or you go over to Sonoma State, like one of my sons did. And it was like, I've already got this experience. Yeah. You know, so each of us like contributes to that whole overall approach. Internships are so valuable, Mm -hmm. too. I know when we spoke
2: earlier, I did two internships in college. And it just gives you a degree of confidence to be able to go and work in a big kid job when you feel still feel like you're a little kid even though you're in college Mm -hmm. so it's really important for building that self-efficacy for students to have opportunities where they can see themselves in this job Mm -hmm. it's not a million miles away and i feel like internships
0: are also a really good way to learn you know but you there's like you don't you're not expected to know everything, right. right? So it's a really safe space to go in and ask a bunch of questions whereas if you get hired mm. and you're onboarded and you're, you kind of might think like, "Oh, I don't want to reveal that I don't really know what I'm doing." Right. right. <laughs> but we all have an element of that when we start a new job. You, you, you can't just teleport in and know absolutely everything you're <laughs> supposed to know. there's a on the job learning curve. But I think particularly if you're it's like your first job or you're new in a different in a career or, or a, you might have a little insecurity about that. And an internship mm-hmm. is a really safe way to be like, "I don't know anything, lay it on
2: <laughs> me. you know. <laughs> That's what makes a Julia's program just so valuable. And it's also good for the employers too, because a lot of employers want to mentor. Mm-hmm. But when they're in that employee employer role, it feels like there's a distance there, but if they feel like they're more of a mentor because it's a college student, it gives them permission
3: Mm -hmm. to help in a way that
2: they may not have given themselves
3: permission to help before. You know, I'll add to that to you. So even if you enter as an internship, you know, there's like this weirdness about what does that really mean, right? So there's paid and unpaid internships. And then there's something that says it's work experience, which is still an internship. You're working within your mm-hmm. educational, um, pathway. Um, what I, I like to think about that is that, um, they're learning together. And it, like I said earlier, it cr- creates that perspective employee approach, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just an awareness for everybody. Like, I can't say that enough that I'm learning that employers are like, okay, this is real right and they're a part of a bigger picture and that's the same thing with these students they're like i'm actually working and doing this i do want to to um say one thing that it needs to be understood is when you do a paid and unpaid internship there is kind of a difference though so we do specify you know employers can understand that when you have a student that is on an unpaid internship um we will pay the workers comp on that. We support the employer in this effort because we want to make sure that this is something that is just um, easeable, you know, or of ease.
2: Yeah, <laughs> there's uh-huh. a new word
3: um, <laughs> for everyone um, to participate. And then with a paid internship, we still meet that halfway, but we don't have to go all the way because the employer is like, I think this is more of a prospective approach. Mm-hmm. So the employer has an opportunity to say how they want this to to take place. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We are in a demographic area that offers a whole whole lot of different things from down south. So sometimes our employers can only do a paid internship for so long or they want to approach them a different way because it's seasonal. Mm-hmm. So it allows for a lot of different things, you yeah. know, exploration, perspectiveness, and just like, you know, like I said it's just, you know, it's exploration and builds confidence and all those things. But it's really probably really helpful
0: for the employer who's new to this to come and you guys have things in place like when you just mentioned workers conflict I didn't even think about that with an unpaid internship if you were an employer you might be like oh I don't want to deal with that but you, Mendocino but College can step in and yeah. say, Well no, no, we got you. We, yeah. we can guide you through this process. It's
3: automatically part of the contract. It's right in there. It's really, it's kind of neat. And players go, really? You know, and we do have some other programs that we're rolling out. Um, it's called <laughs> LAEP. Um, don't you worry, Joel, because I'm doing that another hour and a half training with you this afternoon. <laughs> like we're learning all these different things. I work with CalWorks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Rhea Hollis and Rochelle Fink, and we're integrating our students in into that where um, they get assistance through the state of California to support the employer at like almost like a 75-25 hmm. to encourage workforce development for those types of students. Um, we work with CAMP and EOPS and all of them. And there's all these different areas of financial funding that support students to get them into a working atmosphere while they're at school. -hmm. And the employers are just like, we had no idea. And so we just keep adding more programs and LAEP is a new one and we won't even really introduce the full, you know, capacity of that till we know how we're going to do that.
0: I know that, um, we recently in April, I believe, did a career fair yeah um but it's and we can talk about that because i know it was successful but as i'm listening to you i feel like it would almost make sense to have like the career fair is an opportunity for employers to table and then we invite the community anyone who's looking for a job or even if they have a job they're interested in exploring whatever what else is out there they come check it out have conversations submit their resume whatever but uh, it almost sounds like you could have a career fair where you just invited the employers to learn about the programs that Mendocino College offers.
2: That's a great idea. Um, Part of my introductory uh, conversation with employers is discussing things like, hey, these are all the ways we can help financially if you employ our students, and here's how you can engage with our career hub and and advertise for free. So they get that one-on-one, but I think that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. It's a really great idea. Because there might be employers
0: out there who don't um, don't know. I mean, we're trying today to let you know. But <laughs> <laughs>
3: there is a lot. <laughs> so listen up.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I feel like like I was kind of saying before, scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. I feel like you peel it back a little bit, and there's so much going on that you guys are, are doing and cross-pollinating, so to speak, with <laughs> career counselors and, you know, CAMP and CalWorks. And I, I think there's probably a, a significant number of employers out there who could really benefit but that they're just not, they haven't been pulled into the circle, you know?
2: And that's probably our next phase is to really bring more people to campus. And I know that I'm gonna start a tour series coming up in fall, um, bringing employers to campus, walking, touring the campus, come on. We've got the most beautiful campus. Oh yeah, campus tours. (laughs) Yeah, it's a big sell for people, but Mm -hmm. just bringing them to campus and introducing them to all of the things that the college can offer them As employers. Mm -hmm. So that's a goal for this fall.
0: Yeah, because we do, we focus a lot on bringing high school students and prospective students to, but also employers. That makes Mm -hmm. a lot of sense. Did you have something to say? Well,
1: on the flip side of that, and you mentioned tours, that's something that the Career Hub does as well. So not only bringing employers to campus, but bringing students from campus to the workplace of employers so that they can see what a day in the life of looks like. Oh, okay. um, At at a prospective. Employment, employment place.
0: So give me an example of something like that that you've done. So
1: one of the first big ones that we did in partnership with Factory Pipe and Metal FX, I believe in October, because it's manufacturing month, uh, they, they worked with both Mendocino College and, and a number of high schools in the area. So students got to tour the facilities of both Metal FX and Factory Pipe and see what, uh, what that looks like and, and talk to employers in that area or in, in all the different areas and what, what jobs look like and what jobs are needed and, and what's, what they need to get there. So that was one that we did. Uh, another one was with our wonderful partner SBMC, Savings Bank of Mendocino County. Um, Yeah.
3: (laughs) No, no, I loved it. That was in my head too. I have like four others I want to mention.
1: So that was another tour series where they got to see that, you know, it's not just banking, but it's also uh, customer service and HR and IT and so on and so forth so hey students here's a great opportunity to work with a local employer with great paying jobs um that is attainable for you right? and a
0: large employer right a like you said employer. they have a yes. hr department it mm-hmm. you know so it's not just banking it's all the other stuff Absolutely. all the
3: things yeah. so This is why we're such a great team because Joel started saying SBMC and my brain was right there with him. I was like, oh my gosh. You know, and other employers too, Joel and Pamela, when we met with SBMC was fantastic, but we also have like Adventist Health has reached out with even different areas from all over. Understand that Mendocino Community College also has campuses in Fort Bragg and Lake County and, you know, Willits. So, it's like we are very Broad in who we you know who we can touch, and they're touching us like they're reaching out. Um, Lake County just reached out through Adventist Health, but their social services section of Lake County, right? And so they reach out for our students to find out you know behavioral health and you know the. Those types of CSWs and things like that. And so it's kind of cool. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I, I like to touch the table and talk with my hands. And none of you have that idea, but my teammates here do. So I apologize. If you're hearing little thuds. I'm very that's excited what about what we do. So, um, But no, Adventist Health, along with our county services, the county of Mendocino has been fantastic. They're like ready to jump on different laddering of their positions. Well, they with always us.
0: They have so many... Opportunities, they Job really. opportunities.
3: Oh, gosh. This county of Lake was the one I was just talking about. I was just like, yes, you know, um, up north. I mean, we, like, we've talked about, like, um, our different, you know, persons up there. I was trying to think of metal effects. Yes. <laughs> um, but, no, and then the city of Ukiah, too. Like, this IT is really big, everybody. Understand that IT and health and um, other, you know, uh businesses are looking for us and Mm -hmm. they're starting to reach out to us that's great yeah
0: well let's continue the conversation i'm going to open up the phone lines in case anyone's listening and has a question for pamela julia or joel um anything about employee partnerships about handshake about the career hub uh workforce uh, work experience education the number to call is And if you have a question for any of our guests today about Mendocino College working with employers and helping students explore careers, give us a ring. Um, one of the other examples that I think, Pamela, you mentioned that I thought was really interesting and makes a lot of sense is different companies that have inquired with you about ESL on site. Yes. English is a second language, so training employees, I'm assuming they're employees who want to learn or improve their English.
2: Correct. So part of my position is to be responsive to employers. So finding out what their needs are um, and then bringing those needs to the college and letting the college know, hey, this was a reach out. So um, Parducci, Factory Pipe and Metal FX, I'm sorry, Mendocino Wine Company, um, Factory Pipe and Metal FX have all asked to have ESL classes on site. So we would do that through what's called contract education. So at their place of business? At their place of business. So yes. the employees wouldn't have to leave and
0: Correct. come to the college. They could just do it right there.
2: Correct. That's and this amazing. Was, this was done several years ago at Fetzer. Um, so it's it's not new, but mm-hmm. it was that it was an example of a, an ask from an employer and a response from the college.
0: hmm So um, I'm curious, Joel, to go back really quick to what you were talking about with like the I don't want to call them field trips, but <laughs> that's kind of what it sounds like. You know, when you were taking yeah. students to prospective employers to kind of like on-site tours. Let's on-site call it tours, that said,
3: yeah.
0: what, Were there any concrete outcomes of that? Were there any students who said, like, yeah, I want to work here? Or any job offers that you were aware of? Because that would be
2: kind of cool if there were.
0: Um, putting you on the spot. So. I know.
1: I'm, 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you have
2: something yeah. to So Savings Bank has... Uh, one of the asks that they have is they'd like to build two internship programs, one specifically for a Native American student and then another general one. So that would be, that would be an opportunity that came out of um, this ongoing partnership. Okay. And that's, that's another thing that's really important is these aren't just one off conversations. You mm-hmm. know, like we mentioned Skunk Train, they were one of the first people that I reached out to last summer and that's an ongoing relationship. So we are building partnerships that hopefully, are very symbiotic and and long-term and that really involve the employers into the college, like integrate them so they Mm -hmm. feel like they're a part of the college as well.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. In addition to that... Um, Savings Bank actually wants to do more contract ed with us for the fact that the employees that they have and the prospective ones that they want coming in, there's certain skills that they're looking for. Uh-huh. So they had reached out to me and said, hey, you know, we want to do like more business writing, mm-hmm. uh, maybe connect with one of your English instructors. And I had the beauty of doing contract ed years ago at the county. Mm. for like peer um, management and things like that. So um, our employers are actually looking to Mendocino College to add to just like what we just talked about, the uh, learning, to bring other areas for their employees uh, to keep them trained and keep them updated and things like that. So we're finding a lot of different ways that we're partnering
0: and I know Savings Bank um, has a program where they also do like a tuition reimbursement, I think, for their students, which is awesome if employers are showing that they're really investing to that level in their employees who want to level up their skills or improve in certain areas. That's great.
2: Another partnership um, that we have with uh, Robinson Rancheria, they have requested that we provide a um, historical trauma training Mm -hmm. for their new employees and even existing employees. So they understand um, the first nations and the plight and what they're going through. So it's not a, a rude reactionary thing. It could just be a trauma response if there's a negative interaction. So that's another way that we can really continue to keep our finger on the pulse of first nations. And I think Mendocino college is really does a stellar job. I think that we really walk the walk and um, well, it was just in the news that we now have the
0: highest yes. amount of Native American students of any California community college in the state. Yes. And I
2: brag about that at every conference I go to, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. we can do better. We can do better. And how can we serve our First Nations better? And if it's, you know, providing this training, finding a person through contract ed that, you know, they agree with, there's a lot of um good things that could come out of that
0: but it's not an accident right it's very intentional oh, very intentional. i think that's one thing i've learned with being part of the college is that outreach to native american being a very proud hispanic serving institution you know it's not just saying like dei is a, is a is a buzzword it's actually it putting things in place and doing the outreach and so that you move the needle you mm-hmm. know it's a it's 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 pretty remarkable um okay well we have no calls i'm going to give one last shout out if anybody does want to call call 707-895-2448 we only have a few more minutes left of our show we've been talking about employer partnerships and work experience education and the career hub at mendocino college and just how much awesome work you guys are doing to help our students to help connect them with employers and to help them figure out what the heck they want to do with their life, right? I mean, I feel like I'm in my 40s. I feel like, you know, I kind of have not figured out. But if you had asked me, you know, when I was 18, let alone even, you know, 23, I I don't think, I think it took me a while of working in things and knowing, nope, don't want to do that, before you kind of figure out, you know, and, and even if you do find something that you really love, you know, you might decide after 10 or 15 years, I want to try something different, Um, And I think community college is a really excellent place to explore what that something different could look like. I mean, we do have, you know, I mean, people think of the traditional college student as being someone coming right out of high school. But that's not the traditional community college student. And most of our college students, I think it's 85 percent, are working. So they're already in the workforce in one shape or form or another, whether it's part time, full time whether they took a break and are going back to work or took a break from school and are now going back to school, but they still, you know, need to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really what you guys are doing is kind of meeting both students and employers kind of where they are and trying to bridge bridge the gap. Um, in the last few minutes that we have, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to give a mention or a shout out to?
2: I wanted to mention something that happened last week or two weeks ago, maybe. Uh, Joel had sent me an email saying that he had a student come in looking for a summer internship in IT in Lakeport and asked if I had any leads. So I contacted the wonderful Laura Sammel, uh-huh. uh, the CEO. Of, yeah, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, this is we have a student that's requesting this. And within, I think, a couple of days, maybe um, – we had a connection for the student. So that was a, a way that Joel was able to connect with that employer specifically and work with the student specifically. And it's just really speaks just to the, the symbi- symbiotic nature of um, and the four of us with Brenda included in that um, and how well we can work together and how much further we can go when we do work as a yeah. team. Yeah, so. that's really a great example.
0: And for for I just want to reiterate, because I feel like, you know, on campus students can get, text messages and they get introduced to handshake they can get referred to you by people like brenda and the career counseling um, but for employers out there who want to connect if you guys want to share your email address so that if any employers out there listening are like you know what i think i may sh- should you know have a conversation about how mendocino college can help me with you know what i'm trying to achieve um are you guys f- comfortable sharing your email addresses with the listeners
1: Sure, mine's the easiest at the Career Hub. It's Career Hub at Mendocino.edu.
0: Career Hub at Mendocino.edu. Gotcha. That's for Joel at the Career Hub.
1: Yeah.
3: And mine will be the most difficult. <laughs> um, it is jsidorakis at mendocino.edu. That's J S I D as in David, E R A K I S, at mendocino.edu. Okay. That's not hard to remember, Julia,
2: because mm-hmm. everybody in this town knows you. You <laughs> speak to every, oh, I love Julia. I'm like, who doesn't? If you don't love Julia, something's wrong with you. <laughs> and mine is pheston at shastacollege.edu. You can also find us on the Career Hub um, on the Mendocino College website. Okay. You go to the Career Hub, and it's got Joel's information. So I'd imagine you could probably do mendocino.edu
0: forward slash Career Hub. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we we don't know if that's for sure, but actually you no. Know, you can go to um, our main Mendo page, yeah. and then my Mendo as well, and it, everything pops up. And it'll be under like counseling and career services. And so like Brenda will be there that we mentioned, Brenda Estrada, and mm-hmm. then all of us will pop up like in our departments. You can click on that department. Mm-hmm.
1: So the website is is a relatively new uh, service that we have. <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah, if you type in Mendocino College Career Hub, it will take you directly. Just back.
2: do a good old Google. search.
1: Good old Google search.
2: (laughs) And I wanted to take an opportunity to thank all of the employers that have already engaged with us and welcome those of you that will be coming. Yes. Well, I think that what you guys are
0: doing is really, truly great work. And it's so inspiring to hear about. And I really appreciate you being on the show today. Um, And we will look forward to exploring Handshake uh, in the coming months, in the summer and fall, as that rolls out. And Um, Thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you. Thank Thank you.
0: you. All right. Tune in next month, the first Tuesday every month at 9 for the Mendocino College Radio Hour. Thanks for being here.